It's the Harlem Lion. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem Nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem Nights. Party at the bodega. What up, everybody? This is your man, Benz Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud. How's everybody doing tonight? It's the weekend. It's the weekend. I hope everybody is thinking safety, all right? The same safety protocols, procedures that y'all take when y'all be at work and stuff like that. I hope y'all doing the right thing. All right. A weather system is deteriorating along the North Carolina coast as Tropical Storm Ophelia approaches landfall. This is nothing too serious. Potential Tropical Cyclone 16 organized and was designated Tropical Storm Ophelia on Friday, just hours before it was expected to make landfall in North Carolina with strong winds, dangerous storm surge, and heavy rains. Tropical storm warnings covered 3 million along the East Coast on Friday. Already, gusts were nearing 50 miles per hour along the North Carolina's Outer Banks as the 15th named storm of the season bore down on the Mid-Atlantic coast. Piney Island, North Carolina, hit a gust of 47 miles per hour at 10 in the morning Eastern Time. Due to the cyclone's quick strengthening, a hurricane watch has been issued for parts of the Tar Heel State, even though the official forecast keeps the cyclone a strong tropical storm before landfall. With weather conditions deteriorating in North Carolina, some coastal ferry routes have been suspended according to the state ferry system. Several airlines, including Delta, United, and Southwest, has issued travel advisories, warning of potential flight delays along the East Coast. Many weekend events in the Hampton Roads area of Virginia have been canceled due to the threatening weather conditions. The storm is less than 70 miles southeast of Cape Fear, North Carolina, and 70 miles south of Cape Hatteras, North Carolina. Ophelia is moving northwest at 12 miles per hour and has maximum sustained winds around 70 miles per hour. Where are watches and warnings issued for Tropical Storm Ophelia? Okay, Tropical Storm warnings stretch from near Cape Fear, North Carolina, north through all of the coastal North Carolina, Virginia, and Maryland to southern Delaware, including Albemarle and Pamlico Sounds in North Carolina and parts of Chesapeake Bay. All right. I don't know if I pronunciate that city right. Albemarle or Ab Abmarle. I don't know how to say that shit. A tropical storm warning is issued when tropical storm force winds or 39 plus miles per hour are expected in the warning area within 36 hours. All right. So Tropical tropical storm warnings are issued when tropical storm force winds or 39 miles per hour more are expected in the warning area within 36 hours. These winds may be accompanied by storm surges and coastal flooding. While the cyclone is expected to remain below hurricane strength, a hurricane watch has been issued for the coast of North Carolina from the north of Surf City to Okokoki Inlet. More than 70 million residents are under some type of tropical weather alert from North Carolina to Delaware Peninsula.
coastal communities from the North Carolina to the Delmarva Peninsula are either under a storm surge warning or watch. The combination of a dangerous storm surge and the tide will cause normally dry areas near the coast to be flooded by rising waters that move inland from the coast. The highest storm surge levels are expected to expected in eastern North Carolina with a storm surge up to three to five feet. We also have storm surge watches because the storm surge watch means that the water could be more than three feet above high tide, said news sources. Um, Hurricane specialist Brian Norcross. When we look at the, when we look at that in more detail, we see that it's up to three feet down there. Northern South Carolina into North Carolina. Then on Cape Hatteras, there's there were kind. Man, what the fuck he trying to say? Then in Cape Hatteras, there were the kind of peak of this is Cape. This is a typo. That's why I can't even. Cape Hatteras and then up north. So we're talking about in Pamlico Sound and then also up to Chesapeake, Chesapeake Bay in the southern half of Chesapeake Bay. Meanwhile, in the farther and farther inland waters, coastal flood advisories are in effect Friday night into Saturday morning, including Washington, D.C. Some shoreline Inundation up to about a half foot is expected in the nation's capital along portions of the seawall adjacent to Ohio Drive and Haynes Point Loop Road. That's close to the corridor of I-95, y'all, if y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Hola. According to the National Weather Service, uh, farther south, closer to the ocean, waters may reach up to one to three feet above tidal levels. Coastal flooding of one to three feet is also expected along the shores of Delaware and much of New Jersey. What is the forecast for tropical storm Ophelia? The National Hurricane Center has forecast Ophelia to track northeast and make landfall over eastern North Carolina early Saturday morning. Ophelia is expected to maintain tropical storm strength and travel north along the coast of Virginia and Maryland. After the cyclone starts to feel the impacts of the land, the potential tropical cyclone is expected to weaken and become a post-tropical cyclone on Sunday. No matter the classification, impacts will be felt along much of the Interstate 95 corridor, including Washington, D.C. and New York City, like I said. All right. What are the impacts of tropical storm Ophelia? All right, Ophelia will dump heavy rain on the mid-Atlantic and lash the area with strong winds and life-threatening storm surge along the coast. I was reading a paragraph a couple minutes ago, and I think it was a typo. They couldn't explain it that good. So basically, they was trying to say the, the coastal towns in North Carolina and going north all the way to Maryland, you know, expect to have flooding, just expect. All right, the impacts of tropical storm Ophelia, what's projected is Ophelia will dump heavy rain on the mid-Atlantic and lash the area with strong winds and life-threatening storm surge along the coast, as well as produce heavy rain and even the possibility of isolated tornadoes. 
This is the potential for life-threatening storm surge inundation from Surf City, North Carolina, to Chincoteague, Virginia. The Pamlico and Albemarle sounds, that's on those little island towns, those bay areas. In the lower Chesapeake Bay, the National Hurricane Center wrote, Several inches of rain are expected to fall from North Carolina to the Northeast and New England during the event, and strong winds pushing in front of the ocean could cause coastal flooding. The NOAA Storm Prediction Center has also issued a level two out of five risks for severe thunderstorms, including a risk of tornadoes for coastal North Carolina on Friday. All right, uh, that's all y'all really need to know right there but it's just gonna be floods it's not it shouldn't be that bad um a lot of um air um ports might ground these aircrafts within from all the way till probably monday so if you're traveling out there in the weekend yeah you might get stuck or you might get delays you probably it's inevitable. You might get a, a couple of delays. And for my truck drivers out there riding along the I-95 corridor, um, they might have to, like, post and let the um, storm hit and stuff like that. So on top of that, y'all better be careful if y'all are, you know, carrying, delivering load on the I-95 corridor or... You know what I'm saying? It might be rain over there in the I-85 area too, southern coast of Georgia, but the hurry, the tropical storm already passed that area. But it still could probably rain, and y'all still probably could get isolated thunderstorms in that area at the same time. So just make sure that you keep updated with your news forecast weather center and stuff like that. This is just a podcast. I'm just giving you the event details on the oncoming days. You see what I'm saying? That's what I do. But we're going to keep it moving on to some chibachery news. This is Thinking Out Loud. All right, all right. Home invasion robbery in Hollywood Hills at a Airbnb, Los Angeles. Cameras captured two armed masked men in hoodies wanted for a home invasion robbery at a Hollywood Hills Airbnb. This happened on Mannix Drive at around 10.45 p.m. on Thursday. The victim told a news photographer the bandits knocked at his door, but he didn't open it because he had blocked the entry. He says the robbers then broke a window and entered the home. The victim said they got away with his Rolex watch, a designer handbag, and other personal belongings. Uh, He said, the victim said, I'm just happy to be alive, you know. I could have easily been shot in there, Um, you know. It's not about the money here. It's about my life, the victim says, all right. So that was just happening. That's all the details that I see on that right there just happened on Thursday, yesterday. All right, so this is crazy. Right here, you gotta be careful uh, living in those rich areas out there. Those people are insane. They, I wouldn't call them insane. They just, I don't know, their back's probably against the wall. I don't know, they don't give a damn because the state of California has this no bail policy that they came up with. All right, so this is the effect of it, you know? So, 
the rich is getting more richer and the poor is they getting more poorer. And these are the outcomes of those, you know, of the dilemma that's going on in our country. Moving along. A homeless woman amidst the setting four fires in Reseda within the 72 hours. Within 72 hours, Reseda, California, a homeless woman has been charged with arson after she admitted to setting multiple fires reported in the Reseda area last week over a 72-hour period. According to the Los Angeles Fire Department, Yoriette Salazar was arrested Wednesday after admitting to setting four of the 14 suspicious fires. Surveillance video shared from businesses confirmed Mrs. Salazar's involvement, officials stated. Ms. Salazar, all right, Ms. Salazar, what the fuck is it, has been charged previously with various felonies and misdemeanors, authorities says. Uh, the first involved rubbish, debris, and grass in the Reseda area, according to the Los Angeles Fire Department, damage was minimal. No one was injured. One household was forced to move due to the smoke issues when their backyard was set on fire. One of the residents at that home was a pregnant woman. The family told news sources that they've had issues with fires being lit by people staying in the Santa Ana riverbed that borders the back of their property and that one of those people came to their home after the fire telling them a woman was responsible. All right, so. And then I'm having internet trouble getting my internet to move. I don't even know what's wrong with it. I'm waiting for it to like work. It's not working properly. It's not even the internet because the other screen is working. Like I can see all of the details and updates coming on there. And then my other laptop, like, it's not picking up the internet real good. So I'm using another computer, which is not fast. It's not an Apple computer, all right? So it's like a different laptop, like a goddamn Dell and shit. It don't move that fast and stuff. So I can't really even jump on other, um, I can't really jump on other news stories real quick because like on some other shit i'm finna cut this short because i'm probably gonna wait for the internet to like load back up because it's moving like slow like the youtube ain't moving slow at all on the other screen because i got like two screens three screens in front of me plus another laptop so that's three desktops plus another laptop and I'm, like, going through stories and details and stuff like that. But the Internet is reloading, and it's, and, and it's, it's moving mad slow. So I'm about to cut, cut this short because I'm not finna freaking wait for the, the stories to load up. I'm not going to wait for the stories to load up. It takes, like, damn near 10 minutes for the stories to load up. I'm not about to do all of that and stuff like that. Sit here and wait. Sit here and wait. And then at the same time, I got one of the screens open. I'm watching Tasha K. She's very entertaining. She's talking about doggone uh, Pat Poos and his wife, um, uh, Remy Ma. I'm over here getting like getting her jokes. You know how she is. She like to joke around and stuff, talk about other people and stuff. She come up with some real clever jokes 
which be having me laughing and stuff. And, you know, pure genius, if you ask me. But I'm about to cut this bitch short because I'm not about to be fighting with no damn old-ass laptop to get these stories out on the damn podcast channel, nigga. You're gonna, just going to have to deal with the little um, stories that I just gave y'all. I gave y'all the hurricane, and then I gave y'all a home invasion that happened in Los Angeles. Angela's and then a crazy homeless lady setting um, bushes on fire, setting grass people backyards on fire and stuff. She done got arrested already and she's charged with arson. So I done gave you a little bit of rundown. Maybe in the next couple of hours, everything is going to be copacetic. And then I will jump right back on the microphone and get red hot with the record button and tell y'all all about the chibacheries that's going on in a country called the United States of America. Goddamn, I'm finna tell y'all everything. Don't even worry. All right. I even got reports of a girl. She's only 13 years old. This happened in the West Coast. I don't remember which. I think I believe it's in California, to be honest with you. It's the Los Angeles area. A little 13-year-old girl. I think they was in the McDonald's or something. And some big old lady, she's an adult because I've seen the video footage is on the social media. I haven't posted yet. I'm trying to choose if I should edit it or post it on, I don't know if I could post it on TikTok, I, but if I have to post it on TikTok, I gotta edit it so it could be TikTok friendly. And um, it was a big old lady and it's a 13 year old girl. You can see it's a little girl, you know, cause I watched the footage. It's a, it's a little ass girl. She's not no big woman, you know what I'm saying? And an adult woman was talking crazy and she just targeted this little 13 year old girl and beat her and beat her up. She got bruises all in her face and stuff like that. The police has now been notified and they looking for this lady that had beat up on this little girl. Shame on this big giant woman picking on little kids and stuff. That is insanity. What the hell is going on in our American society? You gotta ask yourself that shit. You know, I'm just freestyling a little bit, giving y'all some content. So y'all be like, man, don't go yet, don't go yet. You see what I'm saying? Then I gave, I did another story yesterday was Etrosis, the most disgusting story that I've seen in the last couple of months. It happened in Nigeria, in Africa. Um, it's an Afrobeat artist that got killed. He was beaten and killed. And the way that they buried him, because his father was in a rush to bury him, which is very suspicious, and the way that they bury him is so graphic that I don't even want to talk about it right now because it's too graphic. I can't believe that shit happened to him. Um, the artist's name is Mobad. All right. It's an Afrobeat artist. And he was leaving some type of Nigerian label. I forgot the name of the dude. Uh, something Mali. Uh, Rama Mali. Something like that. They say that he's probably behind the killing death of this artist named Mobad and stuff like that. Very nasty story. I did it yesterday. I put it down on record. You know, you see what I'm saying? You could just jump back and you could listen to the story and stuff like that. This is nothing like uh, Vlad TV, all right? I don't chop anything in pieces and try to get as much advertisement campaign money as possible. I give you the whole scoop, one, the whole scoop.
the whole bowl, the whole plate. You get the whole plate for free. I don't charge anybody. I don't even be begging for any donations. But it would be nice to get a donation here or there. But it, it doesn't matter because I love what I do. You know what I'm saying? This is for the nine to five workers out there that got to deal with that nine to five job. But you got this right here, this podcast right here called Thinking Out Loud, where you could get away from the silliness. You get what I'm saying? Well, I'm about to cut this apple pie short and sweet. This one was very short, but real sweet. All right. Pause. But. You could follow me on Instagram. All you got to do is type in the search engine. It's Box Benji. That is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. Same name that you could type in the TikTok search engine. And you could follow me on TikTok, which I am very active on. Stay on that TikTok. I stay uploading content for your pleasure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Thinking Out Loud. And I will be back with another segment. As soon as this internet finish loads up, the modem finish loads up and everything like that, the Wi-Fi, I don't think the Wi-Fi tripping because, like I said, the other television is playing the YouTube swiftly. But I don't know what's up with the damn laptops. The iPad is, is moving slow, everything. So the internet is not, like, really fully loaded yet. So I'm going to just wait, like, an hour, chill and watch a little Tasha K. And have me some chuckles here and there, drink some beer, watch me some ESPN. Um, who was playing? I forgot. North Carolina State versus somebody. I don't remember. But I'm going to go get the details on that right there, too. All right? So, you ladies and gentlemen, y'all be good out there. Don't do nothing stupid. I'm going to be right back. Don't you worry. All right? This is Thinking Out Loud. It's a Harlem night. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Party at the Bodega. 